Yeah. Huh. Okay, I'm coming. Oh shit. Uh, your horror pack has arrived. <laughs> yeah. Th thanks. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the unofficial horror pack podcast here on Horophilia, brought to you by Kill the Cast and Netflix and Chill Podcast. We're here to cover the December Horror Pack box, and my name is Jerry, and as always, I am joined by the one person who's way better than I am, Carly. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jerry. You're too kind. Well, you're famous now. You were on 22 Shots, so you're I know, you're I legit. Know. I'm, I gotta keep this um, ego trip from getting to my head too much here. Yeah, that's true. You can't you can't get too big. But I I listened to the yeah. show, and it was super good. Even though JP messed y'all up by making y'all switch back to apparently the old ways after Jeremy tried to do a new way of doing when you announce your rating of the movie. Yeah, and then I went along and ended up screwing it up the ne when it was my turn again. So it totally killed my flow. But, you know, it, it went well, I think. I did not really listen back to the episode because I'm one of those people who hates the sound of my voice and the awkward things I do and say. So um, I'm just taking everyone's word for it. So thank you. Yeah, no, it was really good. You you uh, you held up your own. Um, you didn't get involved in the uh, at least once per show moods argument. Yeah, I, I was like, okay, I'm just gonna sit this one out. Yeah, so if you guys don't know, Carly was on uh, one of the biggest horror podcasts on the Horrorphilia Network, 22 Shots of Moods and Horror, as they did their top 10 for 2017 movies. Yeah. So yeah, go check that out. And um, other than that, have you been doing anything interesting? Um... Not really. I mean, the I, I just got a new tattoo, so that's pretty cool. It's of the Psycho House and everything, and that's the most exciting thing I've really done so far this year. Other than that, I've kind of just been, like, relaxing. I'm glad I'm done watching these 2017 movies. It was fun while it lasted, but I'm excited to get back into just watching whatever, you know what I mean? No, no, you gotta start 2018 movies. Ah, no, no, no. <laughs> I don't think I even watched enough 2017 movies to make a top 10 list. Are you serious? Yeah, because I don't, uh, I, I'm really bad at watching newer movies. Right. I'm always watching older stuff. Oh, on top and of I... other things I'm always watching, like I was binging Roseanne, now I'm binging Dragon Ball Super. So like, I'm like, it depends on what my mood is and I'll just kind of get into moods where I watch like a certain thing for a long period of time. So like I even watched, um... A 2017 movie, I watched two, wait, one, two, three, I watched three movies that showed up on a few people's top ten list, like, in January, with Mayhem, which was pretty good, uh, The Boys in the Tree, which was eh, and, yeah, I, uh, that, I did not consider that a horror movie, for one thing, like, that was like a drama, and I, I did not care for it. If you consider It Comes at Night a horror drama, you have to consider this a horror drama. Uh, I guess. I, I think we have to accept that it's horror might not have been its like first genre because it's definitely a yeah. like drama coming to age thing, but it's definitely a, using a like enough horror elements to make it horror to me, mm -hmm. or at least like 
Like, I consider a, a, a drama horror. So, to me, if you can put drama in the, th- like, at least as one of the three big genres it's using, because almost everything now is bending dramas, or bending yeah. genres to whatever it needs to be. So, like, a movie can be a fantasy drama uh, black and white sitcom now, and you're just like, okay, well, <laughs> shit, I guess so. So, and I consider that one to at least be a drama coming of age tale that definitely uses horror elements. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, it's kind of like super dark times, I guess. I don't know if you saw that one, but I, I haven't. I, I made a list after listening to a couple of shows, top tens of, okay, I guess I really need to watch these movies. So, like, mm-hmm. super dark times is on there brimstone is on there um and there's a few other ones i can't remember right now but there's good that's whatever i watched it again so i have that i saw that twice in theaters because my mom wanted to see it after i saw it with jp and so yeah i've seen enough it for a while now i saw that once in theaters and then i watched it last night so i could watch it and then watch all the deleted scenes and all the special features and I still hold that movie, like, that's definitely in my top five of 2017, which mm-hmm. is not is not a hard club to get into. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's not much there, so. Right. So, I mean, yeah, you don't, you don't make a top ten list on your podcast, so I guess you can just no, do whatever the F we, you want. We do. We, we don't make, we don't. We, we buck so many trends. We just yeah. don't do, we just don't do them. We, uh, we don't do top tens of a, of, you know. 2017 i don't even think we reviewed a movie from 2017 in 2017 you're like the big fu of the podcast community here yeah well i mean we just we had like there's enough podcasts that are doing that and they're doing it very well if you want to go listen to 22 shots go listen to exploding heads they will give you all the 2017 you need True. You true. don't really need that from Kill the Cast, so we're gonna we're gonna cover you know some a little bit weirder things like Marabito, and you know we will cover like bigger movies like Nightbreed, but we're we're kind of in our own little world. Yeah, I respect that. I mean, more laid back, more just do whatever you want. I enjoy it. Yeah, and in February you're coming back to Kill the Cast, so there Heck you go. Yeah. We're gonna she's gonna come watch the Wolfman for the first time. I'm excited. I'm excited too. Uh, we, I'm excited for both our February episodes because the other February episode is a uh, top ten favorite horror movies. Oh man! So it's, <laughs> it's a personal list. It's gonna be great. That's impossible for me. I tried to. I made. I tried to make a top ten for like one of my first YouTube videos, and then it turned into a top five. And now I look at that top five, and I don't even like agree with it. So that yeah, that's, would be like impossible for me that's the thing like my top 10 right now could change in a few years you never know yeah. but whatever we'll see what happens but before we get into uh the horror pack there was some news chris and diego dropped some news in the horror pack group and uh i wanted to go over it so this deals with the february blu-ray pack uh this is what well, i'm gonna read some of what they said and this is this is from chris One of the things we have struggled with while making each horror pack is what to tell filmmakers who are excited and want people to find their movie in an upcoming horror pack while trying to keep the mystery movie secret. We've never found a satisfactory answer, but 
we want to try something different in February and see how it goes. Our limited edition title is a little more prominent, parentheses, never released on Blu-ray before, in parentheses, and the filmmaker who made it are very well known in the horror community. As a result, there's probably going to be some press and some promotion on various sites and by the filmmakers themselves for the limited edition ahead of time that might spoil the title for you. We do recognize that many of you, for many of you, the mystery aspect of the pack is a lot of fun and it's fun for us too. In this case, there are a lot of fans of this movie who are not regular subscribers and we want to make sure they get a chance to get a copy in our February pack. We could try and not mention it and hope that you don't see it from outside channels or we can tell you what it is and let you discuss it ahead of time. How do you feel about this? So my first question to you, Carly, is as a subscriber, do you want to know what the movies in the horror pack are before you get the pack? Uh, personally, I do not want to know. I think it's like the thrill of getting it. You know, I like doing like my unboxings and things and being like, Ooh, I'm excited with this. Or like, you know, maybe I'm not excited, but either way, like, it's still like fun to get that surprise. So yeah, in general, I would rather it be kept a surprise. Yeah. And in the horror packets group is really cool because they do not approve those kind of posts until uh -huh. a certain date. But if you're in a bunch of other horror groups or you watch a lot of YouTube, well, with YouTube, it's a bit more safe. You, you're going to go search it out. It's not just going to randomly show it to you unless that jerk YouTuber uses a, all four movies in their thumbnail, which if that's the case, unsubscribe from them. You don't need that kind of hatred in your life. So, but if you're in Facebook groups, every once in a while, it does get spoiled for me ahead of time because someone in like the 22 shots group will post it or someone in like a uh, uh, horror freak news will post it you know or it'll get posted somewhere and it'll get spoiled for me and that sucks but I'm not gonna you know cry about it I do like the mystery with this one I will say I'm the news excites me because it's saying it's a prominent horror movie. And I'm like, well, what does that mean? Like, to me, this increased the mystery. It gave me a new mystery to to want to find out. So I'm giving them a pass. If they, I don't want them to do this every time. Because I do want to keep the mystery alive. But uh -huh. if every couple of months they do something like this where we get a bigger movie... And we're going to find out before we get the pack... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get them, give them a pass. Personally. Yeah, I mean, like, for me, I feel like I wouldn't, like, they're saying, like, oh, people will probably talk about it anyway, and it'll be found out. Like, I feel like I'd be oblivious enough to not find out, so, you know, like, either way, I probably wouldn't find out. But at the same time, like, I could totally understand, like, hey, let's just give it away, that way people um, can talk about it, and it's not really a huge letdown that it's already been talked about on just random sites, but... You know, uh, like you said, I, I could give them a pass on it, too. It doesn't really matter to me. Yeah, um, and I know a lot of people are, like, really upset about this. And some people are like me where they really don't care. And then there's some people that are like, just tell me the movie. Uh -huh. I just want to know now. And they've said that apparently it is already out there if you know where to look. I haven't went to go looking for it because I'm just, if it, if I find out ahead of time, I find out ahead of time. If I don't, I find out when I get my box. Either way, I'm cool. Yeah. So, we'll see what happens with that. The other cool thing is, um, I remember last podcast, I told everyone pop-up pack is free. And it's, it is still free as of now. 
they uh they they made pins horror pack pins that you can buy through like the pop-up pack and i think you can buy it straight from the website also but they made pins so if you're really into pins and you're really into horror pack go get yourself a horror pack pen heck yeah i think it's pretty cool i might i might end up picking up one i i like it the problem is, is i have a bunch of pins i have no idea what to do with them yeah i'm not a big pin person myself just because i'm like okay I have a pin now. I don't. It always ends up like in a drawer or something. But that's cool if you like collect them and like hang them up, display them or something like that. I thought about getting a cork board to hang up and then putting the pins in the cork board, so it'd be like a piece of art that I could yeah. I've fill seen up. I've seen people do that, so go for it. Or have it. I'm gonna wear a jacket, but I'll have them inside the jacket. So when someone starts talking shit, I'll lift the jacket up like I was a Pokemon master and it was my badges. <laughs> like what'd you say? Check out my horror badges, bitch. Then you get shot. And then I get shot because I wasn't wearing a Freddy Krueger one and I was repping Jason. I was in the wrong neighborhood. Mm-hmm. It happens. Mm-hmm. I'll live. So anyway, let's let's get into uh, this horror pack. This is December's 2017 horror pack. So we're going to go by one by one and talk about them. Let me get mine in the order of which I have my notes because that'll make easier. So... Or not, I can just, like, throw stuff around. Okay, so one thing I want to say is, I don't know if you looked at this, but in this horror pack, you got four Blu-rays, a 3D Blu-ray, so technically five Blu-rays, two DVDs, and three digital codes. That's that's actually a lot when you think about it. Yeah, I, I actually didn't even look into it that much, but yeah, that's actually a pretty solid deal. Yeah, now... Uh, this horror pack is is on the controversial side as it split the community. Some people loved this pack. Some people hated it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of in the middle. I uh, okay. So for well, let's get into it. okay. So the first one is Devil's Due. It's from 2014 on Amazon. The Blu-ray costs six dollars and ninety eight cents, and on IMDb it has a four point one rating. Let's see here. A young couple blessed event turns into their worst nightmare, one of the most terrifying horror films ever conceived. After a mysterious night on their honeymoon, Zach and Samantha McCall find themselves dealing with an earlier-than-planned pregnancy. While recording everything on video for prosperity, Zach notices odd behavior with his wife, which they initially attribute to nerves. Although it soon becomes evident that the disturbing changes to Samantha's body and mind have a much more sinister origin. And this is a Blu-ray, DVD, and digital HD combo pack. So if you're into adding some digital movies to your voodoo, there's a bonus for you. I'm always up for adding more movies to my voodoo in case I'm on the run and want to watch something. But I've never seen this movie. And um, a lot of people said a lot of negative stuff about it have you seen it i have not i remember when it came out uh i remember i had a friend in high school who was really liked going to see the new movies that came to theaters like we would go see insidious and like the paranormal activities and like she was into like the devil and like ghostly crap like that and sounds like my kind of chick oh yes (laughs) any chick that worships satan is okay in my book Mm -hmm, mm-hmm mm-hmm but yeah, um, she wanted to go see it real bad and like we just never got around to it. And then like 
after that, like all I heard was like negative stuff, like you said about it. So I kind of just was like, okay, well it probably sucked anyway. But at the same time, I feel like, cause I didn't watch it yet. I'm, I'm guilty. I didn't, get, I just didn't get the chance to see it with all the craziness of Christmas and the 22 shots episode pr- preparation. But um, I kind of want to watch it because I feel like it might possibly be like a guilty pleasure type movie just because it might bring me back to like high school and going to see movies of that sort. But I don't know. It might be. I, I'm I am really not into possession movies. Uh-huh, I find yeah. most of them pretty terrible. There are some that I really do like. Um, I was actually super surprised by the exorcism of Emily Rose. How much... I saw that years ago, and JP actually just gave me a copy of that, and I'm very curious to check it back out because Watson is always talking mad hype about it. That's why I actually watched it was really? because because <laughs> Watson talked about that and The Strangers so hardcore that, I, and I had never seen either one, so I was like, oh, I gotta watch it now. So I watched The Strangers. If you don't know who Watson is, Watson is the host of Horror Corridor, one of the smartest horror podcast out there it's hilarious it is super high production he is by far one of the best podcasters out there so definitely check him out mm-hmm. but and it's um, just him so it is just him it is a, it's a solo cast and normally solo cast just seem like like why are, just make a youtube video like uh-huh. you're done but his are, his are so good so well thought out so put together i have talked to him about like the research he does and he's got like 20 pages of research for every episode it's ridiculous yeah he's literally like a college professor but in the horror world so yeah definitely check him out yes for sure so devils do neither one of us have seen it so i guess i'm giving it a sideways thumb tilting slightly down because i just don't know anything (laughs) about it uh the other thing that bothers me is it says the the husband records it all and i'm not okay with that either because I get really bored with found footage movies. It's very hit or miss for me. Like when I sit, when I start watching a movie and I see it's like found footage, I'm kind of like, Oh my God. But then like I, some of them I end up loving. So yeah, I, I really, I'll just give this one a sideways for yeah. now too. The, I don't know. The last two uh, found footage movies I watched was Megan is missing and creep. Oh, I love Creep. That's an example of a good one. That is an example of one that just bored the ever-loving shit out of me. And was literally (laughs) like, you watched it for a one-minute payoff at the very end. I was just just bored. Like, I understand, like, people were interested in the characters, and I can see how people were interested in the characters. But I was just like, something happened, just anything. I'll take anything. Put on the peach fuzz mask again or something. Uh, I don't know, man. We have totally different opinions. I thought it was creepy as hell when I first saw it. I will say on second, like I watched it again this year and like on second watch, it definitely does not pay off as well. But I don't know. I just, I love creep and I love creep too. So I have not watched creep too yet, but it's like with a Megan is missing. I was bored through most of Megan is missing also, but I was uncomfortable the entire time. And the payoff for that ending is so just messed up and disturbing. That, I haven't but seen it. I would probably never watch it a second time just because it's a lot of found footage movies. I've If I go back and watch it a second time, 
unless there's clues in the background to what's going on, which there's not in Megan is missing. There's one in Megan is missing. And there, I really don't think there's anything to go back and see in Creep. I don't think there's anything to watch for in the background that you didn't already catch. There isn't. So, I don't know. So, that bothers me. But I've never seen Devil's Do. You've never seen Devil's Do. So, guys, have you all seen Devil's Do? Let us know. Mm -hmm. We'll, We'll find out. So, the next one is a sequel to a remake. It is Fright Night 2 from 2013. It is $6.78 on Amazon, and it gets a 4.3 on IMDb. It is a Blu-ray, DVD, and digital HD copy. Let's see. By day, Gary, or Jerry, it's G-E-R-Y, so that's probably Jerry. Jerry Dandridge is a sexy professor. Hey, it's like Watson. (laughs) But by night, she transforms into a real-life vampire, also like Watson. Uh-huh. With an unquenchable thirst for human blood. Well, yeah, she's a vampire. How many vampires do you know that are like, nah, bro, I'm I'm good. I'm like, my idol is Louis from the from Interview with a Vampire. I just want to eat rats. <laughs> not Doesn't, many. Not many. Uh, so when a group of high school students travel abroad to study in Romania, they find themselves ensnared in Jerry's chilling web of lust and terror. Charlie and Evil Ed must stop Jerry from drinking and bathing in the blood of a new moon virgin. Did you know that I'm a new moon virgin? I did not. Wow. I I actually didn't either. I just found out right now. Wow. So, okay. Where? Okay. New moon virgin. Who just so happens to be Charlie's ex-girlfriend, Amy. They enlist the help from Peter Vincent, the vampire hunting host of a reality show called Fright Night to drive a stake through... Jerry's plan and save Amy from a fate worse than death. That sounds Ooh. uninspiring. I I haven't seen it. I actually haven't even seen the remake. Yeah, um, me neither. Have you seen the original? Yes, I have seen the original because um, Amanda Bierce plays in it. And mm-hmm. she plays Marcy in Married with Children. And for those oh, who don't yeah. know, I do a Married with Children podcast. And on that podcast, we actually did interview Amanda, but we never brought up Friday Night because we were sticking straight to Married with Children. And mm. with that said, I like the original. I, th- I think it's good. I don't. Uh, I don't think it's the. I'm not a big vampire fan unless it's like hardcore. Like the main character is like killing vampires, and I mean like strict. Like they have to be hardcore, like Van Helsing killing vampires, not just the protagonist has to is some teenage kid who finds out someone's a vampire. Mm. That's not uh, as appealing to me. Yeah, I mean, I saw the remake, I mean, I saw the uh, original, but the first time I saw it, it was at a drive-in, and it was raining the entire night, so um, I caught, like, the first half of it, and then I feel like I didn't pay much attention the second half, but I did like the original from what I saw, but I have not seen... The remake, and I've heard mixed opinions on it. I know, I think JP really likes it, and I know, like, Moods hates it. So, um, yeah, I can't, I really can't give much of an opinion. And then, like, I don't know, the sequel, just by, like, the cover, like, that kind of turns me off. It reminds me of, like, a Twilighty type ripoff type just cover, like, generic vampire movie. So, I don't really know about this one either, to be honest. Yeah, what's up with the, you know what's weird on this horror pack? Every cover has someone with a white face. Like an extremely pale white face. 
You are correct. I did that's, not think about that. Was <laughs> that's a our theme, theme here? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's weird. So, uh, I'm giving this one a sideways thumb up, but I'm gonna tilt it up just because it makes me want to go find the original. The well, not the original. Go find the remake of Fright Night, watch it, and then see how that will tilt my thumb to see if I'm gonna watch Fright Night Part Two or Fright Night Two Unrated. Though I am against uh, the spelling of Jerry with a G. Yeah, that kind of throws me off. But um, yeah, I'll also give it a sideways with like slightly going up. I feel like I probably will like it more than Devils do, but it's kind of annoying. I have to go seek out like the the not original, but the remake first and then watch this. I hate when I get a sequel and I don't have the uh, first one. Yeah, I, honestly, I think that happens has happened in, in most of my horror packs where I get a sequel like because Mirrors 2 Oh, do yeah. not have mirrors one um didn't we get wolf creek two didn't have um, the first wolf creek then we also got like a sequel to one of the lost boys i don't know if it was the second oh, yeah. or third i never figured that out i'm it's not against them putting sequels in there um but i know a lot of people are and we'll get into that once we finish the the going over the next two movies of what people had problems with with this pack and discuss whether it's warranted or not Mm -hmm. so our third movie is another remake indeed it's poltergeist extended cut blu-ray 3d blu-ray and digital hd from legendary filmmaker sam raimi and director jill keenan i guess that's how you say his name comes the thrilling Oh, uh, apparently Justin Lowe from the Hollywood Reporter called it called it thrilling. Film song Samuel Rockwell Rosemary. Do we, who, who does anyone not know what Poltergeist is? I don't think I need to explain what Poltergeist is. <laughs> nah, like that's anyway. So it's Poltergeist. Now this movie um got ripped pretty hard when it came out. I yeah. I honestly have not heard anyone who said they liked it. I, I think. Thought- Unfortunately, everyone's going to compare it to the original and not let mm-hmm. it be a standalone. But I haven't watched it because I'm I've seen the original. I don't really need to see a remake of it and they put a clown on the front cover of it. So of course I wasn't going to buy it. Yeah, I mean, that's what I've heard like the biggest thing is it's like too much like the original and that's like the biggest trap you could get in with a remake if you try to be too much like the original and I also did not see it unfortunately i wish i would have watched like some of these movies in preparation so i had more to say on them but yeah um i have not seen the remake either it's just i don't really love the original poltergeist to be honest like i've only i've seen it a couple times but like it's just not one of my favorites it's a good movie but like it's just like i don't like it that much so i never had the feeling to watch the remake of it you know i feel you i'm I enjoyed the remake. I mean, not the remake. <laughs> Start over, Jerry. <laughs> hard. I enjoyed the original. I know it's like remake, sequel to a remake. Yeah. I enjoy the original, but it's not one that like I'm super attached to it's that mm-hmm. I would want to watch a bunch. I yeah. do think it's cool that it has a 3D Blu-ray. It doesn't do anything for me, but I'm sure there are people out there like Jason Lloyd of Bloody Bits who love everything in 3D. So if you are into 3D, if you have a 3D TV and a 3D Blu-ray player or a PS3, PS4, you hit the jackpot with Poltergeist, I guess. 
Yes. <laughs> so, and uh, by the way, Poltergeist is $11. The 3D version of it is $11.25. And it has a 4.9 on IMDb. So, so far we've got a 4.1, a 4.3, and a 4.9. Now, with, let's keep in mind on IMDb, when it comes to horror movies, most good horror movies still only get a 7 at the highest. Yeah, it drives me crazy, honestly, because I feel like you can never judge by IMDb because it's always going to look bad. Like a seven still looks like, eh, just average to me. But like, I know the movie's good, so it's kind of hard to really go by those ratings. Yeah, so I, I usually if I bring up, I, I just wanted to bring it up to have like a cohesive, to see if there was any themes with it or anything like that. I, I'm just trying to find interesting ways to talk about the mm-hmm. horror pack. So right. bringing up how much it costs to get the horror pack, bringing up, you know, what ratings these movies are getting, see if there's anything we can start like stringing along and be like, it always follows a certain method. Maybe that'll help us in our future when we're trying to figure out, based off movie hints, what movies we're actually looking at getting. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, Poltergeist, eleven twenty five on Amazon and IMDb is 4.9. And then we get to our... Oh, wait. uh, I'm giving a a side... I haven't seen it, so it's got to be a sideways. But as a sideways pointing down, I really don't have an urge to watch Poltergeist remake. I don't know when I'm going to get around to watching it. Mm -hmm. So I probably will end up trying to find Fright Night and watch Fright Night and Fright Night 2 before I watch Poltergeist or Devil's Do. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to give this one like a solid sideways, not up or down, because I feel like it has potential to be liked by me. But, you know, I, I just don't really know if I would hate it or love it. Yeah. So, well, without further ado, our last one, our horror pack limited edition is Plank Face from 2016. It actually has an IMDb rating of 6.1. Wow. And you can actually buy this movie on Blu-ray. You have to get it from their website. It costs $25. And the DVD, by the way, is like 20 bucks on Amazon. <laughs> and there is actually, from what I can tell, only one big difference. They both have the same exact special features. But the artwork for their version of it is different. And they actually have reversible artwork also. So about the only thing, same disc, it's just reversible artwork. We did not get that. And ours says horror pack. So, I mean, I don't really care too much about reversible artwork. Yeah, so, it's cool, but like... It's, it's about as cool as, as having the word horror pack on it. And yeah. at least with this, it's numbered. So I can like, I get, oh, this is my number 17. So for all the completionists who like their numbered ones, that helps you out greatly. I, I'm i sure you make that. But I mean... It costs $25 to get this on Blu-ray. So this, if you had wanted this movie and you had bought the Blu-ray, you already paid your horror pack for the month without mm-hmm. getting three other Blu-rays. So I think that's that's pretty good. Yeah, definitely. You know what I forgot to do? I forgot to pull up how much this would cost on, on Blu-ray. Or how much this whole horror pack would cost. I'm going to do some rounding up so I don't have to do... Um, so I don't have to do change... Mm. rounding up and rounding down. So uh, this would have been 50. If you would have bought all of these $50 plus shipping and handling. (laughs) So not bad. 
not a bad yeah. not bad when you think about price wise but i will say this let's let's get into the contra well i guess i don't have to describe plank face that's our main review we'll get to that in a second let's get into the controversy on this one and a lot of people were not happy with this one because they felt like it was a lot of bargain bin titles I can't necessarily disagree. I probably would not have bought Devil's Due, Fright Night, or Poltergeist Remake unless I found them at a pawn shop for 2 or $3 a piece. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I mean, I was so excited with the pack, but, like, uh, like, I definitely wouldn't have bought, like, Fright Night Part 2. I mean, I probably, like, wouldn't even watch the original or, you know, the first Fright Night Remake. I probably would not even have watched that, but now, like, I probably will because I have this part two, and then, like I said, Poltergeist. I don't, Geist, whatever. I don't really. No, like Poltergeist. The I like Poltergeist. I can't. I cannot say that word. I hate it. There's Poltergeist. Too many, like, yes, but um. Anyway, yeah. Uh, like that's another one, another like remake that I passed on and probably wouldn't watch. And then Devils Do, I just hear is a piece of shit. So it's like, yeah, I mean, you're getting a good deal here, but at the same time, would you seek these movies out? Probably not, probably not depending on who you are. Yeah. So I, I was initially like, I was when I was like, okay, well the exclusive looks really cool. The exclusive looks awesome. But the uh-huh. other three are are garbage and I really don't care. Now, I am one of those people that think every once in a while you're going to get a horror pack you don't like. That's going to happen. This right. one just so happens to be mine. I, I don't care for this horror pack. But at the same time, that does not mean that I'm going to cancel my service. I can't, you know, any kind of mystery thing, that's part of the gamble. That's why you do it. Yeah, and I didn't, like I didn't own any of these movies, so I mean, technically, I got more stuff from my collection, so I'm not like pissed off or anything at all. Yeah, I'm not like upset. Like I still like it's still fine with me. Like, but I do understand why people didn't like it. I do understand why people were pretty harsh on this one. Mm-hmm. I can't blame them this time. This time, right. I'm like, you know what? Mm, oh, okay, I get it. I feel you. Yeah. So. Then, so I was super, I was excited about the exclusive, though. Then I watched the exclusive. <laughs> I was wondering how you felt. IMDB gave it a 6.1. Uh-huh. I want to say, um, Plank Face. Can I get subtitles on your movie where people speak in gibberish and when they do speak in English, it's extremely low and I have to rewind it three times and still have no clue what you just said? Dude, so accurate. I'm I'm so glad we're on the same page here. <laughs> like, okay, let I okay. Mm, how do I, this movie is about? What? How does the back describe? Let's okay. Here we go. A it's man is ca- back. Yeah, a man is captured by a family of feral wood dwelling cannibals who want to make him one of their tribe. Can they successfully break him, or will they find their wild ways enticing? Um, okay, sure. They work backwood cannibals. Um, they did work on breaking him. I, um, someone described this movie, uh, when, when I first heard about it uh, as, oh, a guy is captured in the woods by a sex cult. 
when I saw the front cover, I was like, oh, yeah, this is definitely about a fucking sex cult. Yeah. Not really. Not uh, not exactly what I was fucking thinking of when I thought sex cult. There was <laughs> there was sex. There was no cult. So and I'll, I'll say I love I do love the cover. Like, that's what got me real excited for this movie. I thought the cover art was pretty freaking cool. So, you know, it's got that for it. I agree. I, I will give you that. The cover art is is ballin. I would get that as a poster. Yeah. Yeah, me too. And then I would admit, oh, I've never seen the movie, though. I have no idea if this is good or not. It's like right. wearing a band shirt, cause, but you don't listen to the band. You just really like the design. Mm-hmm. So now I will say this. This is an independent movie, and it is done very well. It is shot very well. And this is just, I'm, I have positives, but I have more negatives. But keep in mind, this is all personal. I don't think this is a bad film per se. And I do think there are a lot of people out there who will really, really like it. I'm not one of them. I agree with that too. Yeah. So, I mean, you start off the movie and it's a dude who want, whose biggest sexual fantasy is to have sex with someone on the hood of his car. It's not even a nice car. We're not talking about having the sex on the top of a Camaro. We're talking about having sex on top of a fucking Ford Focus or something. Like... Really? Like, most guys are like, oh, man, I just want, I want to have two chicks at once. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just trying to raw dog this whole situation. Like, like at least it's something like that. Or, like, I want to, like, bang Britney Spears before she shaved off her hair. Like, maybe in the, uh, uh, what's the music video she did where she was in the, like, red jumpsuit? Oh, God, I don't know. All of them. Uh, I don't know. I figured you would know. <laughs> Were you a Christina Aguilera guy? I was a Christina Aguilera guy. I'm I'm trying to like hook up with the dirty Christina Aguilera. Mm. Or Spice Girls, um, whatever. But that's my point. Is most guys right. that's their fantasy, and his fantasy was on the top of a hood of a fucking generic car. You have you probably like It's like it sounds so uncomfortable for one thing. The funny thing is, while I was watching it, like, I couldn't act, I actually didn't even hear the dialogue there. Like, I heard, like, her ask, like, what's your biggest fantasy? Then I didn't even hear what he said. And then, like, he's, like, all of a sudden getting out of the car. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'll just so, visualize this. Okay. I will say this was funny. Her making him uh, go and dance sexy. I've had that, I've had that turned around on me before where I'm like, we should do this. And they're like, okay, but you have to do this. Oh, I'm sure you and, have. And I did the same thing this guy did where I was like, it's about to be really bad. I was going to wait to disappoint you, but if you want extra disappointment a little early, I'll give it to you. <laughs> I, I'm not selfish. Um, so he gets out and um, starts stripping poorly. I thought, I 100% thought he could do better. I don't think he was trying Yeah. at all. Nah. Like, dude was not trying, like, if... This is your fantasy to get laid on the hood of a car. You should be trying harder. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, he, he just wanted to get laid real quick. Like, he was like, I'm just going to fly through the stripping thing, and then we're going to bang. So yeah. he was putting no effort into it whatsoever. None. And you're never going to wife someone <clears throat> like that. Like, this dude is never going, no woman is ever going to let him be their wife if he keeps yeah. acting like this. It's just not going to happen. So she comes out. She shows him how to strip. 
they start banging on top of the hood of the car and apparently uh the hood of the car is cold you know so we gotta hook him up put a shirt down which personally probably should have done that either way anyway because i just feel like if i'm being rubbed up and down the hood of a car that's not gonna feel good mm-hmm. yeah like like just t- me having to touch a car doesn't feel good i don't want to have my back all rubbed up and down it's not not fun but um then uh some big dude comes out wearing um a mask that looks like you've seen uh jim carrey's the mask right i haven't but i know what you're talking about okay yeah the mask before it turns green is like this wooden mask and it looks like this mask except in the mask it was like made to look as generic as possible and in this one they were like we're gonna make the coolest fucking wood mask possible Mm -hmm. and they did that mask looks fucking awesome yes a plank face if you would yeah so you know what's funny when i googled plank face you know what? Uh, I, a shirt popped up that had Plank from Ed, Ed, and Eddie on it. Dude, I thought about that freaking Plank from Ed, Ed, and Eddie this whole movie. That was one, That's another complaint. The stupid title. Like, that's all I could picture in my head. I was just waiting for someone to come out and, and, and call someone the son of a shepherd or something. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Um, so anyway, he comes out and um, he kills the dude. So, of course, he spills blood all over the topless chick. Who then, while she's about to get hit with an axe, she actually stabs the shit out of this dude multiple times and runs, but dumbass left the knife inside the guy. So Mm. he took out the knife and threw it. And I want to say something. Have you ever actually, like, thrown a knife towards a tree trying to get it to stick in there? Um, personally, no, I haven't. Okay. I have. It is not easy. You have to have, like, some skill to actually be able to do that. Right. And so apparently this guy who can see out of one eye has that skill. Uh-huh. He's that good. So he ends up catching up on her and he kills her. Now we go into blonde dude and blonde chick with obnoxious hair go camping. Dude reminded me of the freaking lead singer of Nickelback with that hair. That's what I was sitting here this whole time trying to be like, who does this guy remind me of? Yeah, I think his name's like Chad something, but Chad like Chad Kroger. Yeah, Cro- or Kroger. Yeah, like the the store Kroger, like the. I think, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, something like, like that. So, anyway, two blondes go hiking, and uh, they don't do any backstory on any character in this movie. None. Which is, yeah. Which is actually, like, my number one problem with this movie, to be honest. Yeah, the only thing I know about this blonde hair guy is that I think he was in jail for a period of time. Because uh-huh. he talks about the food being, the uh, last time he was eating food was on a green plastic tray by a guy in a hairnet, hairnet doing 55 to life. Yeah, and if you're gonna, like, drop a comment like that... can we at least get some more story behind it because it was just so just random. And I was like, oh, this is what this is going to be. And then you get nothing more about him. Yeah, like they could have said, had him say like, I'm so glad to be out in the wilderness to get my freedom back, to feel Mm -hmm. free after being, you know, locked up for some stupid bullshit or something. Yeah. You know, anything. I would have taken anything and they didn't do that. Well, he goes out to uh, pick up twigs and trees limbs so he can start a fire while she successfully builds a tent which 
At first, I was like, who gives a shit that you built a tent? And then I remember the one time I had to build a tent, and then I changed my mind and was like, you know what? Good job. I'm very yeah, proud it, of you. it is not easy. Yeah. But I will say this. If I'm walking in the woods and I see someone wearing a white bunny mask behind a tree, I'm freaking out. Yeah. It's not like it was... I mean, he obviously saw, too, like the... Person tries to duck by, back behind the tree, but you can clearly see the face, and I, I would be like, "Hey, um, let's leave." Yeah. So he then gets put into a chokehold, and I, I'm assuming it's the guy who was camping that they passed on the way in. Yeah. At first, I was like, "Are these people all connected?" Which I mean, I, I think that guy was just some random dude, and which means this is like the most dangerous place they could have possibly chose to go camping with all these unfortunate events going on. Exactly. But it turns out, nope. Anyway, the guy wakes up and uh, the bunny mask is once again, the chick is crawling towards him, which once again, I'm freaking the fuck out. That is creepy. That yeah. is so far. I'm with this movie. I'm like, I, it's still early on in the movie and I'm 100% with the movie. Mm -hmm. And then he wakes up. He hears the sounds of sex. Well, I should say the sounds of rape. Right. Um. So and the music here is like super intense. And it doesn't really need to be because he's stealthily trying to walk towards them. They don't need a techno rave behind him. Exactly. This is my number one complaint for the movie. Over everything is the fucking score. Calm it the fuck down. It does not need to be this weird uh, techno dubstep music. Especially if you're the whole place. The whole movie takes place out in the woods. The whole movie is about nature. The whole movie is about losing your humanity. There is nothing that makes me think, oh, you know what? I need to lose my humanity. The soundtrack to that is going to be Skrillex. <laughs> yeah, even even like the beginning scene with the two on the car, like I can't really remember the music too good right now, but I just remember I did not like it. It just felt very weird and out of place. Yeah, and but, I would like, never strip to that music. Yeah. Never. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't know why they thought this was good stripping music. Maybe they have a different opinion of what stripping music is. Right. I'm not saying techno can't be. I'm just saying it needs to be something that would make my nipples hard or something. I don't know, but not that. Mm -hmm. So anyway, um, I want to point this out. You know, when you're watching sex scenes in movies, some movies do it really well where you can like tell like it's like, obviously it's fake, but it's harder to tell this yeah. movie has no problem with it looking fake as hell. This <laughs> dude either has a 10-inch dick or that dick is nowhere near being inside of her. I'm not trying to be crude. I understand this is a rape scene and it's supposed to be uncomfortable, but... And, and that's the other thing, like, this... I had so many people talk about how violent this movie is and how 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 fucked up this movie is. And I'm just like, bitch, where? Where the fuck does this happen? Because this, this rape scene is super tame. Yeah, it definitely is. I mean, and don't get me wrong. You can do a, a very tame rape scene and it still be creepy. The rape scene in Last House on the Left, the original, is not like crazy. He's not like punching her in the face. Mm -hmm. It's just a lot of like a couple of pumps and heavy breathing. But the way they filmed it made it feel so much more intense. Made it feel disturbing. Yeah. This one really doesn't. I'm, I'm not trying to take away from rape. It's still rape. It's still very fucking terrible. They just didn't do a good job of filming this. It looked like 
two drunk people having sex. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it got the point across, you know, she's getting raped, but it just, I didn't really feel for her, which, I mean, that's also like an issue with the background stories on these characters. I don't really feel for either of them. I don't feel bad at all. The whole movie and that, yeah. like, I, I well, feel like I'm one of those people who needs to feel for a character to really get into the movie. Yeah, and looking back on it now, I don't, but at the time, you know what I actually thought? Hmm. I, because some, because people had told me sex cult, I thought the chick had brought the, the blonde chick brought the blonde guy out here to get taken by the sex cult. Ah. And she was just having sex with like one of the other sex cult members at first. That would actually be probably kind of cool. Yeah. Until he gets up there and then he, you know, he, he does. And this is another reason why I think he'd been in jail. He tells the dude to flip over and I'm a hundred percent thinking, this dude is about to rape this dude. Yeah. Instead, he takes a knife and he stabs the dude right up the ass with it. Which that is, that was a pretty, I give them that scene because that did make me cringe. Yeah, it's brutal. They don't show anything. It's a, it's a, it's an off-screen kill, mm-hmm. which by now, go ahead and start getting used to that. Um, almost everything is off-screen. Yeah. Besides nudity, everything is off-screen. So we, but then he falls over. I had to rewind this scene. I did not understand why he fell over. Uh-huh. And it's because, I guess, uh, Chick in the Bunny outfit hit him over the head. And yeah. In the far top right corner, for a second, you can see, like, a piece of wood come down and hit him in the head. Yeah. I completely missed that my first time. I, d- I did notice it the first time, but it is very, like, split second... Yeah, well, I assume you notice it. You're smarter than me. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, So, obviously. I mean, it, it, it works. Um, so, then, I don't know. Uh, he, he wakes up. Then the rest of the movie happens at the end. And, yeah. I, I also want to, he does slit the guy's throat that he stabbed in the ass. Which, by the way, that knife... Did the knife just not look like it had just been stabbed into someone to you? Mm-hmm. And then used to cut. And I want to say the throat slit, that effect seemed off. It Much like the, the penis being too far away from the vagina, the knife seemed too far away from the throat. It didn't feel like the knife was actually touching anything. The yeah, blood actually, was good. The mm-hmm. after effect looked good. But it, the knife didn't look close enough. I really didn't notice. Like, I did notice the blood, though. Like, the blood does look good. Like, the bloody scenes and just, like, griminess griminess of this movie are pretty well done. So, that's good. But, yeah, I really didn't notice the knife thing, but you're probably correct on that. Yeah, I, I don't know why. I just It just, it struck me, and I was just like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Um, so, the dude wakes up tied in the cabin with Bunny Mask Girl. Mm-hmm. And the dude from the beginning of the movie crawls out of a sheet that's hanging on the wall, which, by the way, is super creepy. And you never see what's behind that sheet. Yeah. I have no idea what goes on back there. <laughs> um, so I don't know if that was a, the, a bathroom. I assume they don't have a bathroom. I assume they just go outside. But yeah. Um, so Bunny Girl uh, brings in another chick. I just called this chick. I, I've got Bunny Mask Girl and I've got Lady. And this is Lady. She's wearing like a, a dress or something. And they're messing with him. He's all tied up. He headbutts her. So she 
gets they get him on the ground and they she just starts punching his dick yeah which is pretty brutal i mean i don't have a dick so i don't really know the feel but it looks like it sucks it does getting hit in the dick is not fun well getting hit in the dick doesn't matter it's getting hit in the balls that hurts oh okay Um, i don't really know the um i mean getting hit in the dick's not gonna feel good it'd probably be like getting getting punched in the vagina like it's not going to feel good yeah but it's not like as extreme as say getting punched in the balls Mm -hmm. so uh the old dude starts puking blonde got blonde dude because i have not heard a fucking name in this entire movie so far oh okay um the dude's name is max i'll give you that oh yeah no they tell you all the names at the end of the fucking movie I, yeah, that's, like and you were like, I call this one lady, I had to laugh because I'm thinking, um, actually the end credits say her name was The Bride, but yeah, which, you don't know that. How the, how the fuck is this The Bride? She looks like she's wearing one of two things, a very, very terrible prom dress uh-huh. from fucking 1986 or a super shitty, uh, like, clown outfit you know what it looked like you've seen the original night of the demons right yeah yeah it looked like what Luana quigley was wearing in that fucking movie just shittier definitely definitely does you do not get like a bride um vibe from this person so i'm just like what the heck you can't you're just like titling these people at this point how is she the bride i don't understand why she's called the bride anyway um so he finds the knife that's in his bag he starts cutting himself loose he runs away and, of course, uh, old lady finds him. Old lady, in the credits, is called Granny. <laughs> I called her old lady. Right. Because I don't know anyone's fucking name. So, he, she marches him back in with a gun, speaking very little English. Um, I, I don't know. They speak some weird half-language. I don't know what the fuck they, they're doing. Uh, they get back into the cabin and bag over the head, tied up again. Um, once again, the music for this scene should be less pronounced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, 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 I just... I really just don't know. I don't understand why it's the like music... To, it's like trying to build intensity, but like you don't need music necessarily to do that you just need to do the right stuff yeah you could have you could have done so much more with a more minimalistic soundtrack yeah so uh lady uh, fucking lady comes home again well she uh fucking sorry i'm getting like alex and jp messaging me like 200 times oh shit fucking killing me uh so yeah the music so they then nail his foot to the floor, which I did think was pretty cool. Yeah, me too. That, uh, the, like, I've seen that in other movies too, and like, I hate things like that. Yeah, um, I don't under, I don't like, I don't hate it. I th- it was needed, but this is probably the point in the movie where I start. After this, I start going, "Can we uh, just hurry up? Yeah, can we just start doing things?" So they they all start they cut meat from the old dude who by the way is uh still fucking breathing. Right. You can see him clearly breathing. I yeah, I noticed. <laughs> uh so the the old lady uh starts cutting uh I thought at first cutting his dick off, but it turns out it was his testicle. 
Mm-hmm. And this is the grossest scene in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, By far. Get your vomit bag ready, children. Uh, it's a testicle. She uh, makes him eat the testicle and the uh, the bride covers his mouth so when he pukes it for the most part stays in his mouth mm-hmm. and well you know what he swallows yeah I round can't. two baby eat another testicle <laughs> um so yeah old, old fat dude is off in the corner dead but still breathing at That's first cool. i was like oh shit maybe he's still alive no, he's not. It's just old. And then the, I thought the old lady was about to try to fuck him. Yeah. And I was, but no, she's just peeling off the mask, which is pretty gross sounding. Though when they peel it off, like he just has some black tar on his face and it doesn't look as like brutal as I thought it would. Mm-hmm. Um, next day, I'm, uh, okay, this bunny chick. At first, I thought she was the chick from the beginning of the movie. I spent this entire movie looking to see if she had the same crescent moon tattoo on her back. Ah, I didn't even catch on to that tattoo. Well, I I also thought it was the same person. I thought that just like how I thought the the, uh, blonde girlfriend was tricky. I thought thought there was some secret shit going on. People were working together and there was, and I, I was trying to catch this big secret, this big reveal before it happened. Uh-huh. Only then did I realize I'm playing myself and there is no big fucking reveal. Yeah. I, um, I did the same thing. Like, I thought his girlfriend was going to be one of the people or something like that. But, um, as it turns out, no. Yeah, so he wakes up and the mask is on his face. The nail is gone. They're burning the old dude's body. He won't eat. So, you know what? When When your man won't eat... The best cure for that is a blowjob. Right. If you want your man to eat some food, you just gotta blow him. But uh, some guys don't want to get blown. And uh, he's like trying to get her to stop the the bride. By the way, the bride's trying to take off his belt. And uh, Granny points a gun to him. And she goes to town. And once again, he he must have a 10-inch penis. Mm Because those are some very extravagant... Uh, over-exaggerated head movements. <laughs> now, keep in mind, I've never given a fake blowjob. Right. But I still feel like I probably would have given a better fake blowjob. Yeah. Not trying to, you know, toot my own horn or anything, but um, I know that penis is probably not 10 inches. Mm-hmm. So, I, I don't know. I, I had a problem with that. She gets on top of him to have sex. This sex does look way more believable and uh, he's laying there, not making sound and, and taking it. This is 100% uh, rape. Once again, this is our second scene of rape. And uh, apparently her, she's not good at sex because he doesn't care. And the old, granny gets over it. She wants it to happen fast. So she starts giving him a handjob. And apparently she is a, a grandmaster black belt at handjobs. I, like I found this whole part to be pretty awkward, honestly, because I'm not I'm not used to seeing men basically be raped, especially by like an old woman and then two dirty girls. But um, uh, I, like at the same time, it all looked very fake. 
But it was just a very, like, what the F type scene. Yeah, I uh, I agree with you. It, it, it She gets him close, and as soon as he starts paying, I'm I'm just amazed by how good her hand job skills is. She's not using any lube. She didn't spit in her hand. I guess she's using the other girl's natural juices as the lubricant. Gross. But why is the hand? Why is her hand doing a better job than than the other chick's vagina? I don't understand. Like, yeah, like I feel like hand jobs are probably like the bottom of the spectrum when it comes to making guys feel good. Yeah, I mean, now don't get me wrong. I do have some friends that I I do I, I do have a friend who says he likes hand jobs better than blowjobs. Huh. And I was like, okay. Fair enough. I mean, everyone yeah. has their kinks. There's some people that are into some things that I'm not into. Like, I'm not into uh, banging uh, feral-looking women who are very dirty and I'm assuming have not had a good cleaning. It just doesn't look hygienic around here. That's what I'm right. saying. Mm-hmm. Um, but as soon as the lady brings him to fruition, she jumps back on. I'm guessing they want to make babies. Yeah, I th- like, I think that's what the whole goal here is. They're trying to make him one of them by making this, like, family of sorts. Well, you know, if you're going to kidnap me and try, and you're going to try, like, you, you want me to join your family, you do have to show me what you got to offer. I'm guessing sex from two um, crazy women whenever you want it. That It's not like they're bad-looking chicks. They're mm-hmm. both decent-looking chicks. I guess that that's one way to do it. Yeah. Unless you fuck up and, and, and accidentally kidnap a gay dude. Yeah, that would kind of ruin everything. That yeah, I don't feel right like away. they have they have anything around that they can use for like convenient pegging. So mm. it's just not it's not gonna work very well. So they're I, I, they're trying to do that. And now I at first had the dumbest thought I've ever had in my life. Oh, let me hear it. Okay. I was like, well, why are they trying to have kids? I wonder if they eat the babies. And I was like, Jerry, that is literally the stupidest thing ever to go through all that hassle for, what, maybe three meals? Like, you have to knock someone up, take care of them for nine months, (laughs) feed feed them double when it already looks like you barely get enough to eat as it is, just to get a a baby who then you might want to even then wait like a couple of weeks for it to plump up a little bit more. Before you go, you have your your feast. That's like a year's work and uses up way too many resources. I'm glad you caught yourself before like coming on here and saying that as a serious thought. Yeah, no, this is. I literally was just like, "Wow, Jerry, you are uh, an idiot." Pat on the back. You are like, you are trying so hard to figure out the mystery of this movie. That you were just coming up with conspiracy theories that would make Reddit cry in shame. So, yeah. The next day, they take him down to the river. I guess it's bath time. Uh, They pass a bunch of wooden crosses that seem to make a graveyard. They never explain this. This is one of the... This is what made me think babies. Because Mm -hmm. the one chick, the bride starts like going over there and is crying at one and i'm like maybe that's her first baby and she was super attached to it because if out of out of both of them she looks like she may have been pregnant before yeah for me i thought that the crosses were the like previous plank faces that they had captured and that didn't go along with their 
with what they wanted, so they ended up just killing them and eating them. That's kind of what I thought the dead yeah. people were. Or maybe it's the victims, like the the remains of all the victims they eat. For some oh, yeah. reason, like, they like decide to be... I mean, I killed you and ate your body, but I'm going to give you at least a half-decent, respectable grave. Yeah, but, you know, like you said, you don't know. Yep, you don't. So they start washing each other, and uh, there is no moon tattoo. I, I This is where I go, okay... Bunny Girl is not the chick from the first one. I give up. Um, okay. I'm not trying to be crude or anything like this. But if you're a feral woman living out in the woods, I would think you would have more hair on your body. Yeah. They, um, like, they didn't even have, like, armpit hair or anything, right? No armpit hair, no leg hair. Um, not even enough... Uh, pubic hair to to take a glance at the 1970s. Mm-hmm. Nothing. I, there, there's no way they're shaving themselves. There's no way they're plucking themselves. They're not. They're not sitting there. You know, I don't think they're concerned with that being a selling point of their attractiveness when they're like literally the next scene we see them in bed with plank face and they're dirty again already and it's most likely the exact same day. Mm-hmm. So they suck at washing themselves. I don't think that, I mean, because the, the bunny chick, like hers actually looked like it was groomed. And like, yeah. I wasn't looking at this from a perverted stance. I uh. was seriously like, guys, come on. You couldn't, if you're committed enough to be naked and like, look, I don't like being naked. Right. Period. I, I, the whole thing. Yeah, y'all are naked in in walking and doing unflattering positions and stuff like that. Could you have not put in the extra work to just, you know, grow another week or two? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how fast it grows because it's different for every person. But, you know, maybe. I don't know. Maybe they were on deadlines, though, and they couldn't do that. And I, I don't know. It's really a nitpicky kind of thing. Yeah, like I just, like my immediate... Like, I noticed, like, the armpits were, like, completely shaved and things like that. And let me tell you, like, armpit hair grows back, like, like two seconds later. So, it's, like, they could have at least let that happen. And, like, you know, like, pubic area, like, that shit. I, I, it was just, you know, like you said, it's not like they're attractive in this movie at all. So, you might as well just go the extra mile with that. Yeah, like, I, I guess they were trying to keep them... With at least, like, I think they were trying to keep something there for the male audience. And yeah. in this day and age, there are a lot of people are, are, are no longer into pubic hair. They don't, they don't want pubic hair there. Or if they do have pubic hair there, it's, you know, a, uh, like some kind of, of, it's taking care of some kind of design. And I think this might've been a, a, a choice to, to head towards that demographic. And I'm not against it. I'm not against, you know. You have to do certain things to make sure people will buy your movie. Mm-hmm. That is the reality of it, and I completely get that. It's why you never see Granny naked in this movie. Right. She gives hand jobs and watch people bang. She never gets involved. Mm-hmm. I'm, and, I'm not. I'm not used to seeing a guy naked for that long in a movie. I was surprised by that, to be honest. I will give you that. I have watched um, movies where you do see a lot of male nudity in fact today i'm going to watch a movie that involves a lot of male nudity oh, and, and violent homosexuality um f- 
for for the next Kill the Cast episode. But yeah, there was a lot of penis in here. And unless he's a a, a grower, not a shower, there's no way her head move should have been that extravagant. Uh-huh. So I'm just pointing that out. There's proof right there. Um so they go back, they're they're sleeping. Um Bunny Bunny wants some now. They're in bed. Bunny Bunny is her turn. It's her turn for action. She goes to get on top of him. She, he throws her off. And at this point, I'm like, oh, he's still not. He's still not into this. Nope. He gets up, starts wrestling with her, rips off her bunny mask, and goes to town on her. Mm-hmm. Starts banging her. And I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, they're having a screaming match, and now they're fucking. And it works, because the next day he comes to breakfast, and, you know, he, he shows some of his dominance by taking the pot. He puts on his pants and shoes. He leaves the house. He goes and finds his old campsite and has a very odd uh, hugging scene with an empty can of pork and beans. <laughs> Saying goodbye to his previous life. Yeah, pretty much. Because when he wakes up from that, he's good to go. He even, like, starts running. Yeah. And I was just like, he's running now? Uh, okay. And then he hides behind the road and waits for a car to come. And I 100% thought this was going to be him getting in the car and then, you know, Granny shooting at the car and killing the driver and then taking him back. Mm -hmm. That does not happen. It fades to black and you see the next morning all the girls are bathing and he shows up with the guy that he just kind, well, not killed, not yet. The guy's still alive. Yeah, barely. Yeah, yeah, barely. (laughs) Um... This old lady is super into testicles. Indeed, she, yeah. She cuts out his testicles, and the blonde dude eats them again. It's his and new now, favorite snack. Yeah, and then he goes and starts banging both the chicks while the old lady uh, sets the guy on fire. Yeah. Uh, this movie, like, I, I know you probably haven't seen this since we just had a discussion about the 2017 movies, but... This reminds me of, like, We Are the Flesh, where there's, like, not a lot of dialogue, just a lot of weird sex things going on the whole movie. So. Yeah, that, that's very true. Um, so, then they all start eating them, and uh, they start playing with the food, and then they start banging again. And then they fall asleep, old lady calls him back over and hands him, I guess is a driver's license, they don't really show it very well, but I'm assuming it is. Mm-hmm. he throws it in the fire she hands him money he throws that in the fire she says family he says it back she hands him a pic of him and his ex-girlfriend mm-hmm. and once again fade to black another well I, I I was like well maybe the movie's over with I don't know um but but it's not she uh, the ne- it's the next day granny brings him the axe bunny girl finds that her mask is put back together and she's all stoked <laughs> um I guess I am, too. It was nice to see her happy, I am guess. Yeah. I don't technically know if she's really done. Well, I guess she did do something wrong. She did hit him over the head. Right, yeah. So, um, okay. We go to the biggest issue of this movie. Fuck this scene. Fuck this ending. Holy shit. They bring him to where his girlfriend is chained up. And my first thing I thought is there is no fucking way she is alive. Yeah. He has been out here 
for at least five days, right? Five, six days. Yeah, I would say so. It didn't just happen overnight. Yeah, well, we know it didn't because fucking there's a few scenes where it goes day to night, day to night, day to night. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't even like write that off. Like it's obviously a long process. Yeah, like, and she is out here chained to this tree. She's alive. She should have. Uh, uh, she should be dirtier. She should be. Fuck. She should have exposure or something. She mm-hmm. should be fucking dead. How like. I literally just like I like one of my favorite movies out of 2017 was Gerald's Game. Oh yeah. And in that movie they talk about how long you can live without water. Well, how long did she fucking live without water? And why is she in such good condition? Like I'm assuming like Granny or someone had to have been like giving her water and feeding her like testicles or like maybe real food or something like that. Like I assume that's like what they want you to assume, but at the same time, they don't show it, and this girl, I mean, she looks, like, kind of pale. That's about it, though, and you really don't know. She was already pale. Yeah, she was. Shit. You're right. She should actually be less pale because she's been out with wearing only a bra. She should have fucking uh, nice tan, tan lines going. that are chains. <laughs> yeah. She should be fucking dirtier. Go back to uh, last month with Bitter Feast. When that guy was kept outside, he looked dirty, and he was out there for one night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good point. Like, it just fucking... I, I and Plus, they said the nights get really cold, and she was out there in fucking Laura Croft short shorts and a bra. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What the fuck? I mean, maybe they, like, want you to think, like, she was not kept there the whole time, or she was taken care of a little bit to that point, but, like... At the same time, you never see her again the whole movie besides that, like, the beginning. The whole movie, I'm thinking, like, what the F even happened to this chick? And then, like, you see her at the end, but you don't know you don't know what I, happened to her during that time. I assumed that uh, she was part of the stew they've been eating this whole movie. I did, too. Yeah, me, too. Um. So, anyway, he drops the axe, and he says something to her. I do not know what it is. I rewound it a few times. I thought he said old way, like, uh, as in, like, this is the old way, I'm no longer this way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought he said something like that, or, like, family or something. I also did not pick up on it, but it, it like, seemed like it was supposed to be, like, a significant comment, but you couldn't hear it. <laughs> yeah, and she begs for her life, and I'm pretty sure he says Max died right here, and I didn't know his name, so I didn't know what that meant until the credits. <laughs> yeah. And then we get a very lackluster axe head chop. Um, and my only good thing for this scene was at least uh, they weren't using the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. But as soon as they start eating her, they bring the soundtrack back. Yeah, yeah. And it's just them eating her. And then they go to a pic of him and his girlfriend burning in the fire. And that's the end of the movie. And you learn everyone's names. True um, that. Honestly, this movie was boring. I hated the score. I, I hated how much they played it. I think they were trying to write on the nudity, but that gets really boring very fast. The gore isn't that great. The mystery gets boring really quick, and you never learn anything. You you know nothing. You don't know how any of them got here or anything. Uh, you don't you don't know why people said it. I don't know why people said this movie was like super violent and gory. It's really not. Uh, like, even the two rape scenes are very tame. Um, almost yeah. all the kills happen off screen. 
maybe it's because they eat meat and they found that disturbing, but I was like, they've done better jobs of eating meat um, on movies and cannibal movies before. Like, Cannibal Holocaust, uh, Raw did a better job. Yeah, I mean, this movie, it feels like it would be a gory and gross movie, but they just don't sell it enough. All you really see is, like, blood and dirt. That's, like, the main, like, like things going on here. Yeah, I don't, I think they, they do not sell it enough. They don't. I think that's the problem is this movie rides the line on everything. It doesn't mm-hmm. give you any backstory. It doesn't it, it gives you a very little gore. Get most of your kills are off screen. It it does give you nudity. So if you're really into nudity, you're gonna like that. And I guess that's what this company's really into, because I don't know if you watched the trailers that were on the front of this movie. Um, oh yeah, I did actually. They were kind of they were bizarre. <laughs> they were definitely aimed towards dudes. Yeah. Um, they look like softcore porn spoofs. One of them was mm-hmm. called Space Babes from Outer Space, which maybe if I got like really high, it would be funny. Or if I watched it with a bunch of people while we were drinking, it would be funny. Right. Um, Harvest Lake looked a bit more interesting. I uh-huh. I wanted to see it until I saw Plank Face, and I was kind of like, oh, if it's anything like Plank Face, I'm just going to be really boring. Um, I understand that there is a subtext in this movie about being taken away from your humanity mm-hmm. and being broken down into like a, a world that's far away from civilization where you don't have to worry about wearing clothes or what people think about you with the clothes you're wearing. It doesn't matter because you don't have society there to tell you. But that's been done better in, in different movies than it has here because I felt like everything in this movie was rather lackluster except for the cover of the Blu-ray. Yeah. I also hate how, like, all they speak is, like, this just made-up language, but then, like, the granny sometimes will say, like, an actual English word, so it's like, you're trying to pay attention because you think you're gonna miss, like, some line of dialogue, then you remember, oh, they're just saying random bullshit, never mind. Yeah, like, you don't, like, that's the thing. How come the granny knows a little bit of English? Where'd she get the fucking gun from? Was the the older fat dude who was plank face? is he the original plank face? Like, why wouldn't you just say fuck it and rip that mask off your face? Why wouldn't you just say fuck it? Let me just completely escape out of here and hope some surgeon can remove this from me and and save me. Like, why did hugging the fucking empty can of pork and beans be the reason you gave up? Yeah, Is, like, I don't know. It, I've never ha- I've never been kidnapped or ha- you know. I know it's like a thing. Like you fall in love with your kidnappers or you trust them or whatever, but I just feel like in this circumstance, I would, I would, as soon as I had the chance to run away, I'd be gone. Yeah. Like there could even have been, if, if they had went more on the prison thing, I could have even been said, this is him deciding to be truly free and to become the boss. Cause in prison, you're the lowest of the low. You're treated terrible. Yeah. But here he's got two fine chicks that he can bang anytime he wants. He's the head of the house. He's ba- he's master and commander. Like, if they even would have played that up a little bit more, I could have at least understood why he made the decision. But here it was just like, oh, wait, I never have to go back to eating pork and beans like I did when I was in prison. So I, I guess I'm going to go bang these two chicks. You should have like, wrote this movie. Yeah, like there's better. 
Like, I guess that they do a sequel to Plank Face where they kind of go into the history of it, maybe go into the history of him, do all the stuff they should have done in this movie. It could have been better, but I don't know. And I do see how people could like this movie. If you are into, uh, I guess, violence and, and sex, you might be in this movie. But for me, it was not like the violence wasn't that great. It was all mediocre. And then you get bored of the nudity pretty quick. Yeah, like, I could see, like you said, I could see people liking it, and I could see people, like, finding their own underlying meanings and stuff to it or whatever, but um, for me, it just did not work. I mean, some positives, like, there's some good, like, visuals of the woods and things look great with, like, the way it's filmed and stuff like that. Then I think, like, the blood effects are pretty well done. You don't get too much gore and all the, like, actual killings are off uh, off screen, but... At the same time, the blood still looks good. Um, the cabin they're in is kind of cool. It's mainly just, like, the way it's shot and the way it looks visually that's, like, pluses for me. But other than that, just the story, it was... it was You know it's a bad movie when you when you start, like, daydreaming about your life and you give, like, you're, like, having anxiety thinking, like, oh, I gotta, like, uh, put gas in my car tomorrow. Then you're like, oh, well, wait, I'm supposed to be watching a movie right now. Like, you just start, like, daydreaming and stuff like that. That shouldn't be happening. I should be paying attention to the film. And unfortunately with this, I just, it didn't have a lot to offer for me personally. Yeah, and to me, honestly, I probably would have been doing the same thing. But I was so convinced that there was so much more to this movie that I was trying to figure it out. It just was never there. The problem I have with this movie is I think it tries to balance itself between being an exploitation film and an art film. Yeah. And you did neither. Your exploitation was not exploitive enough and your art film was not artsy enough. You you you, you went the whole uh, little dialogue thing, but that didn't work because it made your story so... Uh, bare bones it just did not work for me i i do think the movie looks fantastic and i give them props for showing male nudity yeah i i think we do need more equality in in that i know everyone's gonna think that like i'm super gay for that and that's fine (laughs) i really don't care um but i i need i want male okay here's the thing though okay um Carly, you're a straight female, no matter what Jeremy says about you. Thank you. Um, he's not a straight female, but nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so for a guy, when we watch these movies, we, you know, we'll get turned on by by seeing a pair of tits, by seeing ass. Um, when it comes to these movies, does the limp penis do anything for you? Or are you just there going, finally, some equality? Um, yeah. I'm not saying his penis specifically. I'm just saying in in general, are you looking at it the same way that like the generic, uh, male does? Um, for me, like, I don't know, like the male body itself, like just never really has, this is going to like add to my lesbianism. I could tell already, but like, (laughs) (laughs) no, I don't think Jeremy listens. So you're fine. (laughs) No, but, um, like, I don't know, just like, the body of a guy, like, I've never really found to be all that attractive. Like, the sight of a penis kind of, like, freaks me out. Like, I'm more of a, like, oh, you have a cute face, and then, like, you know, we just go from there type deal. Like, bodies don't really do it for me. So, but, like, at the same time, the equality is kind of nice. It's like you got 
two naked girls and then a naked guy. It's like everyone's naked, everything is equal, everyone's happy. Yeah, exactly. That that's how I feel about it. I, I just want the equality there. And I know there's some guys that probably hate this movie just because they had to see penis a bunch. Yeah. And I, I'm just like, I don't care. If you want to talk about a penis that offends me, that I don't want to see in a movie, let's go fucking look at these DC uh, Superman movies where I had to see baby penis. <laughs> I don't want to see baby penis. If I have to see penis, I want it to be a full-grown male adult penis of legal age. I don't care if it's CGI or not. It needs to be legal age penis. Right. Damn it. Um. But yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I don't... Um. There are a few guys' bodies that I would say, like, are attractive. But they have to walk a very fine line because if they're too muscly, it's just kind of like you just look like a bunch of hills. Yeah. You know like, what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm Like me, I'm more of a, like, guy who's, like, a little bit chubby but not obese type of girl. Like, I'm cool with that. Like, I don't really – I'm not a big muscle fan. And I will You're say- a dad bod girl. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> Stop putting. I'm so tired of everyone putting dads into this, into like relationships. Okay, I'm, okay. Uh, I'm sorry. You don't have a dad fetish. That's not what I meant. Uh, it's just uh, the word. Just don't. Keep I'm sorry. Dad out of it. You have you have the uh, Mary bod fetish, or what I like to call the realistic body. Yeah, fetish, the realistic. Where yeah. it's a fucking realistic body, like like it's I. Yeah, like, well, I won't say healthy, but I, mean, I will say it's, I it's realistic. It's, I prefer when people look real. Take the bride in this movie. Mm-hmm. That is a realistic body. Yeah. That is a hundred percent a realistic body of of a, a, a female woman who is, has maybe had a kid or maybe not even had a kid, but just still that looks realistic. And if in this movie you were like, oh, that's so unattractive then I hope you look like Brad fucking Pitt, because otherwise you need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, like, I never, I, like, I just never look at bodies as being attractive. And then when I see, like, the naked girl body, like, it doesn't, like, bother me or offend me. Like, I know some guys might be grossed out by seeing another guy's penis on screen. For me, like, a woman's body is just kind of like, oh, yeah, naked, cool. Yeah, that's that's how it is with me. If I see a guy's a guy's dick, I'm not just like, oh my god, no! I like it's not going to make me want to go blow a dude. Yeah, like I don't know why. Like you have these guys. That, I don't know why this conversation went this way, but I don't know why you have these guys <laughs> who who are just like they think seeing a penis will make them want to like turn homosexual. Yeah, but, like they're paranoid that their <laughs> friends are gonna know they watch this movie and that like they're all gonna call them gay now or something. Like, yeah, like, and I'm just like, calm the fuck down. You watch porn, don't you? You see penises all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, do you, what? What? Like, what do you think's happening in that blowjob scene? Like, <laughs> what the fuck are you? What is wrong with you? But yeah, nonetheless, I give this movie props for that. I really do for having not only realistic nudity. But having male nudity also. Um, Mm -hmm. So because of that, I do want to give props to this movie. While I think you should have done better on your story by including... Because honestly, if you would have toned down the soundtrack and um, had more background, I think I would have enjoyed this movie way more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Unfortunately, I didn't. Um, I'm sorry, makers of the film. Um, I do think you're talented filmmakers. I do think the movie looks good. It's shot well. I do think you have an audience for this movie. 
It just unfortunately is not me. I do think you I do think you are better than a knight of something strange. <laughs> I was wondering I if you st- like this one more. I I like this movie better than uh Night of Something Strange. But it's mostly I don't like gross out humor and that's why I don't like Night of Something Strange. Makes sense. So but either way, um I don't think it's a terrible movie. I don't think it's a great movie. I I'm probably right out a, a five out of ten for this movie. Um, yeah, actually, that's exactly what I gave it, a 5 out of 10. It's not terrible at all, like, and like you said, the filmmakers did a good job at, like, you know, filmmaking, like, they did some good shots and things like that, and I feel like the people who made this, if they just, like, make, like, for their next movie, if they make another movie, tighten up their storylines a little bit, and... You know, don't be so afraid to, if you want to convey something, like actually convey it, don't just half-ass it. And I think they definitely have potential. They're not terrible filmmakers by any means. But yeah, for me, it's just average 5 out of 10. And make sure you, you in your next movie you have, if you have female nudity, it, don't force it in. But if you can throw in some penis, throw in some penis. Mm-hmm. Just pepper let's, it in let's... there. Yeah, just pepper it in there. It, we, it doesn't have to be forced. You don't have to force it. Just like I don't want female nudity forced in a movie. Mm-hmm. It does, if it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be. But if you can have it in there, let's have a little dick on the side. Yeah. So I, with with that being said, I think it's time that uh, we get out of here. I, I think I've said enough about Plank Face. Uh, yeah, I definitely have. Yeah, I think we've said more than enough. So uh, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, We will see you towards the end of January, beginning of February. If you're wondering why this episode was late, it's because I got sick twice and refused to record, basically. Yeah. I I didn't even, like, bother Carly about it because I knew she was doing her 22 shots thing. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I've been sick. I don't want to do it. Uh, That's why I didn't watch any of the movies. Um, I was just sick. I didn't want to do anything like that. I wanted to watch Roseanne and Dragon Ball Super. And we did and that's get this. What I did. We got this. Like I got mine on like December twenty second, I think, or something like that. So it's like, you yeah, know, it's it too close right to Christmas. Christ- yeah. So we were all everyone's busy, stressed out. I had twenty two shots. You were sick. I was sick twice in December, so I can't even yeah. judge there. So yeah, a little bit late, but who cares? Yeah. I got I got sick on December twenty sixth, and oh. then I got I was sick last week with a bad stomach virus, and and on top of that, New Year's Eve, I got fucking smashed i was super drunk and i hadn't been drunk in in a few months uh oh yeah i forgot i snapchat this shit then and i posted on facebook in the killer cast group i was fucking i mixed rum and vodka shots and that was just not a good idea i was so sick the next day it was fucking terrible that was a horror usually i just stick with rum Uh uh-huh but for some reason i was like grape vodka hell yeah and that was a fucking terrible decision um so anyway, um, I I will say um, this pack and that pack that I think had, I think it was the Wolf Creek 2 pack. I can't remember what pack it was that was kind of mediocre to me also. I also think this pack was mediocre. Um, I don't see myself watching any of these four ever, but maybe, you never know. I'm not like going to sell them or anything. We'll see what happens. So I'm hoping that this means I will like January's pack way more. I hear there's a Steelcase Blu-ray, and mm. I love Steel Ray, Steel Ray, Steelcase Blu-rays. But here's the thing: they offered the Psycho Steelcase Blu-ray as a bonus for 12 month subscribers. Mm. 
I really hope they're not putting that in this pack because if they do, I'm going to say that's a misstep because why would, if you're offering that as your 12 month subscriber bonus, that means they're going to get this pack. You'd be yeah. giving them the same movie twice. I would really hope you're not doing that. Plus, that's like I literally bought that for my buddy for Christmas and it's like $10 from Best Buy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think they'll probably do something different than that because that would be really, really just, you know, not the smartest decision. But um, yeah. who knows? And I think they're smart. Chris and Chris and, uh, and Diego are, are fucking smart cats. I've yeah. talked to them. They're, they're smart dudes. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, Chris wrote Morningside Monster, which we both, uh, enjoyed. Highly, yeah, highly enjoyed. Yeah. So, we'll see. I don't know what Diego... Diego, when are you going to make a movie? Yeah. You and Chris get together and make a movie. Quit, quit spending so much time running a successful horror movie, mystery pack business, and make a movie. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. All right, guys. <laughs> we are out of here. We will see you next time for the, uh, January 2018. We, we, we're hitting 2018. Let's see what we get. Um, for Jerry, I'm out of here. Come check me out on Kill the Cast and Married with Children podcast. There will be links in the description. And check out Carly uh, at the Netflix and Chill podcast. Check out her appearance on the 22 Shots podcast. And check out her YouTube channel at Carly317. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That, that's how Carly sa says goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> so, is. all right, guys. We are out of here. Later. Bye. <laughs>